Lord, everybody. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be in the house yet one more time. Anybody glad that the Lord woke you up this morning and started you on your way? Amen. We want to welcome you this morning to our in-person service as well as our live stream service here at Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. We pray for those who are watching my live stream that you would just get on your, your iPads and your uh, phones, iPhones, Androids, amen, whatever you have, and that you will share and encourage people to join us in the house of the Lord today. The Bible says in Psalm 117, Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people, for his merciful kindness is great towards us, and the truth of the Lord endure forever. Praise ye the Lord. Come on, why don't you stand with us this morning? Because can't nobody do me like Jesus. Father, we thank you for another day. Hallelujah. Another day in the land of the living. Another day to give you praise. Another day to give you glory. 
another day to share our testimony, another day to pray on our knees, another day to give someone an encouragement, another day to encourage ourselves, another day. We thank you, Lord, for this service, this opportunity to praise your name. Help us to give you the praise that you so richly deserve. You brought us, dear Lord, into the fold when you went to Calvary's cross and died for sinners like us so that we too may have a right to the tree of life. And I thank you for saving me. I couldn't do it for myself. Dear Lord, pour out your blessings on us right now, Lord. Pour out your blessings on our relationships. Even the troublesome relationships we're in, dear Lord, pour out your blessings on them. Pour out your blessings on our finances, dear Lord. Money may be funny, but you have it all, dear Lord, for your storehouses are rich. Your cattle on thousand hills, dear Lord, nothing's too big for you. And pour out your blessings on our health, dear Lord. Our little nicks and cuts, dear Lord, pour out your blessings on us. We need you in every way. It's your blessing, dear Lord. Bless the pastor of this fine church. Give him all that he needs, dear Lord. Deep down inside, the man loves you. Bless him right where he is, dear Lord. Give him the words that would inspire us to, to go further in this Christian journey. Bless the songs that will be sung, the prayers that will be prayed, the handshakes, the holy hugs. Bless it all, dear Lord. Let it be used for the upbuilding of thy kingdom so that when we see you face to face, we would love to hear thy good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I now make you ruler over many. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I mean, I'm glad to be back home in the house of the Lord. Sometimes absence makes the heart grow fonder. Our reading today comes to us from Selection 602. Of course, it'll be on the big screen as well. And it's entitled, The Beatitudes, taken from the Gospel of Matthew, the fifth chapter. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you, persecute you, shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Amen.
Amen. You may be seated. Lift him up. Lift the precious Savior up. He'll draw all men unto him. Amen. Is anybody glad that the Lord drew you unto him? Amen. Amen. You know, the lyrics of that song are so true. That the Lord is the one that drew us. Amen. Truth is, we went out there beating the door down trying to get to him. Amen. Thank God for it. Anybody glad for God's grace and mercy? Amen. Thank God that one day he drew us unto him. Amen. Certainly want to give God all praise and glory and, and, and honor. Uh, I'm trying to see if my welcome team is here this morning. I don't see them, so I will give the well, matter of fact, I asked one of our deacons to give the, the welcome this morning. Amen. Let's welcome Deacon Booker Barry. Amen. Good morning, family. How is everybody doing? Are there any first-time visitors here? I don't think so. No? Well, one, thank you for coming out. You know, it started raining on the way here. And, you know, people may turn around. And that's it. But for those that are watching, welcome. We have a saying here, first time you're a visitor, second time you're family, third time we put you to work. So just enjoy the service. Amen. Deacon Fair don't know I'm moving that schedule up. Amen. I see you again. I'm putting you to work. But we are just glad and, and just so grateful and thankful that you are here with us. We do want you to remember and really live out our church theme, and that is that we are together in who? In Christ, that we are together in Christ. Listen, we have some fun events that are coming up here at the church on this coming Friday. Uh, we have our outing to the Trenton Thunder game uh, this next coming uh, Friday, which is July the 14th. I believe we still have a few tickets. As a matter of fact, we need to move a few tickets, so... Uh, if you would like to join us, please make sure to reach out to Reverend Jackson, amen, give him your name, give him your money, amen, and uh, we're going to have a great time. Those of you who have gone with us in the past know we have a great time, and, you know, uh, the, uh, the game is so-so, I mean, it's minor league talent, you know, uh, they don't have the big boys there, but we enjoy ourselves and have a nice buffet, box seats, and it's really a great time, so... Uh, if you don't have anything on your schedule, put that on your schedule for this coming Friday. We need to get everything wrapped up as soon as possible, so please make sure that you reach out then to Reverend Jackson. Amen. Also, uh, we want to make sure that you put on your calendar our Jimmy Jones Memorial Golf Outing uh, for the benefit of the church is going to take place on Friday, August the 25th. So make sure that you either sign up to uh, golf, to have a foursome or to be a sponsor or to go come to the banquet or to help out and as volunteer with our golf outing. You can see uh, Sister Lavinia Thompson or Brother Vince Thompson uh, to sign up. Uh, we hope that you will participate. We've had some outstanding outings over the year. Whether you golf or not, everybody's just out there to have a good time. Uh, there's a few in there that just get a little serious, but we just look bypass them and you know those of us who are out there just to have a good time so we pray that you would join along with us also make sure that you put on your calendar on saturday july the 29th it is a gospel concert that we're going to have here at the church we are excited we are looking forward to it we have this concert in remembrance of our uh our director music director for so many years sister esther dinkins and so we pray that you would join us. Please put it on your calendar. Invite your friends to come out. That is part of our Friends and Family Weekend. Amen. That's the kickoff. Uh, we have a number of groups that are going to be here. I meant to let the backbench boys know that I uh, lined up Siloam Men's Choir that is coming. I was with them on the last Thursday night. They were kicking it out, and they are looking forward to being here uh, with the backbench boys. So uh, we pray that... Um, you will come out, uh, bring some friends with you, invite uh, some people, and we're going to have a good time. And the Lord, as we remember Sister Esther, amen, and just thank God for uh, the blessings that she was here 
the Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. Amen. That very next day, which is Sunday, July 30th, is our Family and Friends Day. Uh, we have invited the Liberty Baptist Church from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, who will be here, and uh, they're coming out on that Saturday. They'll be here for the gospel concert, and then on Sunday they will be worshiping with us. Uh, their pastor, Alvin Berkeley, uh, is going to bring the message that morning, amen, from coming here to be with us from Pittsburgh. So we thank God uh, for them. We look forward to that. Uh, of course, after church, we have a picnic, so that'll be a dress down Sunday, amen. Uh, when we say dress down, I mean, you know, you know, we're talking about appropriately dressing down, <laughs> amen. And so um, we ask that you would put that on your calendar. Also, our scholarship ministry has the Moses play at Sight and Sound that's going to take place on Thursday, October the 5th uh, of this month. They are taking uh, registrations now. Uh, I know that it goes fast, so please make sure that you see anyone from the scholarship ministry and to get signed up and to get a deposit in for the play. They have a, uh, they'll go out, see the play, have a buffet. Uh, we have transportation. Uh, there and returning as well, so it's always a great time. If you've never been to Sight and Sound and seen the plays, make sure that you put that on your calendar. Also, we want to remind you that our church uh, quarterly business meeting, it'll be virtual, uh, will take place on Thursday, uh, July the 20th at 7 o'clock p.m. And so the information is out there for the sign-in. We hope and pray that you would join us uh, for that meeting. And then also, lastly, our vacation Bible school. Uh, is set to begin on Monday, July the 31st, and running through August 4th. Uh, it is through ages 3 through grade 6. Uh, some of my teachers who are, are here uh, and helpers, we would love for you to help. If there's any others who would like to volunteer, uh, please see uh, Sister Hamlin or my daughter Danielle uh, Hamlin for that. There is registration uh, forms that are out uh, on the table. We ask that you would make sure that you would sign your children up. And then also, as we think back on our Family and Friends Day, um, normally our church will provide the meat for the picnic, and we ask the congregation to provide some sides. There is sign-up information that is on the bulletin board uh, for various things. They put a menu together, so sign your name up, amen, for something. We usually like everybody brings something, amen, when you're coming. An old-fashioned picnic, so you know they talk about, do you come in and don't bring nothing, you know. <laughs> and all, but just make sure that you sign up. We are excited and looking forward to it. Amen. Let's prepare our hearts and minds as we give back to the Lord. For those of you who are watching by live stream, that on online, if you click on your tidely button, you'll be able to uh, give your tithes and your offerings there. For those of you who are in person, we have an offertory box that is at the back of the church. Please make sure that before you leave that you deposit your tithes and your offerings there. And for those who would just like to mail that in, that is fine as well. We are just grateful and thankful for all that God has done, is doing, and will do. Amen. Uh, God has been faithful over all of these years. You know, we've been here in this new facility over 16, 16 years. And so the time has really gone by. Many of us, when we marched in here, I'm telling you. We were a little bit younger. <laughs> Amen. But listen, I'm looking out at you now, and you all look good. Amen. Uh, you know, they used to have a show, Saturday Night Live, and they had a guy on there. He said, you look marvelous. And so I want to tell you today, you look marvelous in the eyes of God. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Let's bow our head in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for an opportunity to give. Be able to give back to you, God, that which you have so richly blessed us with. Lord, we know that you are the provider of all things, that you are the giver of all things. And, Lord, we know that you are the taker of all things as well. And so we ask a special blessing on the gifts that have been given. Lord, we ask that you would give us a stewardship mindset, Lord God, that we would honor you and everything that we have received, that we may build up your kingdom while we are here on earth. We ask that you bless both the gift and the giver. Bless those who gave. Bless those who had a desire to give, but had it not. For we ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ. Let the church say, amen. Amen. Let's welcome Sister Barbara Walker. Amen as she comes.
praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, let's praise him a bit. Sometimes you'll be sick, feeling a little depressed. But sometimes you can't even say thank you, Lord. It won't even come out of your mouth. But I always have this saying, two words, but God. Say it with me, but God, but God. problems, get on your knees and pray. Come on, let's praise the Lord. If your problems won't go in, and your worries night and day, hand it over, yeah, get on your knees and pray. Come on. If you're sick, feeling low, got no money, got nowhere to go, Get it over, 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 get it over
something to my memory that I'd like to share. When we first had the pandemic and the church was closed, other than the pastor and Pastor Paul and Eric, we would be watching on the screen, and this is no insult, Denitra, but our sound system, you, were, you didn't sound great. And I just couldn't stay home. I told Pastor I'd be here, and I was. And the first time Denisha sang while I was here, I rushed home and said to Nancy, you ought to hear her voice in person. It's so different. Wow. So that reminded me. Recent scripture talked about and the Israelites were ready to enter the promised land. There were two and a half tribes that said, eh, you know, we like it over here better. God doesn't force us to take his blessings. He never does. They're offered to us. And he allowed those two and a half tribes to stay there, but they did miss some blessings. And thinking about the first couple times I heard online, for those of my brothers and sisters who are watching this at home all the time, you're missing. You're missing fellowship, friendship. I miss you. I know the pastors miss you. I know the other people miss you. You're settling for second best, I think. At least in my mind, I was. And I am glad I made the commitment to be here. And the Lord has blessed me and my wife ever since. I thank all of you that do come all the time. I know God blesses you too. Just wanted to share that from my heart. I'm always looking for God's blessings. I want all of it, not part of it. So let's look to the Lord. Father, we give you thanks for sustaining this congregation. We know of many churches that are failing. Some have closed. And yet, Lord, you have blessed us. We have crossed over into the promised land. We worship you and you only. And we thank you for your steadfastness in meeting our needs abundantly as a church congregation. We don't want to just assume it, Lord. We want to tell you outright that we thank you and we recognize your blessings. You've kept our congregation safe. You've kept our pastoral safe, all four of them. And though Pastor Toller is experiencing some issues now, Lord, we place him in our hearts and prayers to you, that you would just lift him up, that you would restore him, that you would bring him back to our fellowship. I know he desires to be here. You have blessed all of our pastors. You've given Pastor Jackson and his family safety and travel on the worst day to travel, and you brought him back home safely. You bless our pastor as he gets to be with his family on occasions, and you always bring him back. I thank you for that. But most importantly, Lord, we have men here who not only preach the gospel straight and to the point, but they don't flower it up. They don't code it in something. They tell it like it is. The world needs to hear that. And even we as believers need to be reminded, you are not here to serve us. We are here to serve you. 
Father, I thank you again for this day and the opportunity and the health to be here. Continue to place in my heart a, a burning desire to worship you in spirit and in truth. And I will thank you and praise you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. They call him Jesus. He came to love, heal and forgive. He lived and died to buy my. And empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives because he lives. We can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone because I How sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy he gives, but greater still. This child can face uncertain days because he lives. Because he lives. We can face tomorrow because he I'll 
some praise. Hallelujah. What a mighty God that we serve with every head bow. Father, we just want to say thank you. We thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning, for starting us on our way, for allowing us to assemble ourselves here in the house of the Lord. And so, God, we ask that you would be with us now as your word comes forth. Open up hearts and minds, God, Lord, if there are those who do not know you personally in the pardoning of their sins. We pray, God, that upon your word coming forth, that someone will cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? So 
We ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. What a mighty God that we serve. You know, I'm wondering this morning if, if there's anybody here who can testify that the devil has been hot on your heels this week, amen. Has the devil been messing with you this week, amen, like he's been messing with me, amen, trying to throw roadblocks in our way. It, is anybody having to deal with some things during this past week, amen? I know I'm not the only, is there anybody here that's going through some things and dealing with some things in life, amen? You know, the devil is relentless, Amen. He's relentless in trying to get us to turn away from God, amen? And, and one of the ways he does it is by trying to get us to look back and to long for things in our past. Amen, somebody? I want to suggest to you this morning that there is a looking back that can be tremendously detrimental to you and cause you to lose out on your blessings, Amen. I was looking over in the book of Genesis, the book of beginnings, in the 19th chapter, beginning at verse 15 through 26, and if you have opportunity to just read through that entire chapter, amen, because it gives us the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. You all are familiar with the story about Lot and his wife, and you look back and the Bible says she became a pillar of salt. Amen. Why don't you stand with me for the reading of God's word. Look at Genesis chapter 19, beginning at verse 15 through 26. For the word of God says that with the coming of dawn, the angels urged Lot saying, hurry, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, for you will be swept away when the city is punished. When he hesitated, the men grasped his hand and the hands of his wife and of his two daughters and led them safely out of the city. For the Lord was merciful to them. And as soon as they had brought them out, one of them said, flee for your lives. Don't look back and don't stop anywhere in the plain. Flee to the mountains or you will be swept away. But Lot said to them, No, my lords, please. Your servant has found favor in your eyes, and you have shown great kindness to me in sparing my life. But I can't flee to the mountains. This disaster will overtake me, and I'll die. Look, here is a town near enough to run to, and it is small. Let me flee to it. It is very small, isn't it? then my life will be spared. He said to him, very well, I grant this request too. And I will not overthrow the town that you speak of, but flee there quickly, because I cannot do anything until you reach it. That is why the town was called Zor. By the time Lot reached Zor, the sun had risen over the land. And then the Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he overthrew those cities and the entire plain, destroying all those living in the cities and also the vegetation in the land. Here's the verse I want to focus on. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and tell your neighbor, don't look back. Tell your neighbor this morning, don't look back. Come on, tell your neighbor, come on, tell them like you mean it this morning, like their life is on the line. Don't look back. You may be seated in the presence of but Lot's wife looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. 
Many of you are familiar with the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, about two wicked cities so bad that God felt the need to destroy them and a few other cities surrounding them. Now, the Bible says that Abraham has chosen to go to God to pray for the sparing of these cities. And he gets God to agree to spare them if just ten righteous people can be found. And the sad news is, church, that out of the entire metropolitan area, ten righteous people, ten people who had a relationship with God, ten people who worship and praise God, just ten people who have made up their minds to serve God, just ten people who know that God is great and worthy to be praised, cannot be found. And I believe that this story is famous not just because of the sin and the types of sins that were going on in the text. Because if you read back in the text, you realize that Sodom and Gomorrah, as we know it today in names that are spoken of, had an issue with immorality, sexual immorality. That men were chasing after men and women chasing after women. The story is famous because it shows that God does have the capacity to disrupt and overturn and to destroy cities and people when his wrath is kindled. We got to be careful today to make sure we don't get God angry. Amen. Now, before we make a judgment on those cities, the question really is being put to us today. Can God find any righteous people in Doylestown? Can God find any righteous people in Philadelphia? Can God find any righteous people in this church? If God's wrath were to come against the cities of Philadelphia and New York and Washington, D.C. and Boston and Detroit, amen, and all of these great cities of our country that are filled with so much sin and crime, can God find ten people who will serve him? The word says that Abraham's nephew Lot and his family, his wife and his two daughters are given a visit by some angels. And the angels came to bring them a word from the Lord. And this text is interesting, not just because of the fleshly desires of the men residents of that city. But this text is interesting because of the provision of God. My brothers and my sisters, how many of you know that God has a way of getting you out of a mess? Can I ask you this morning, has the Lord ever gotten you out of a mess? And I know every hand should have went up right there, amen, because I know that we've had some messy stuff in our lives. And so God had ordered that the city be destroyed. But the word says that Lot found grace in the eyesight of the Lord. And his surroundings were about to be destroyed, but God had mercy upon him. Amen. Do I have a witness here this morning who can testify of the mercies of God? Has the Lord helped you somewhere along this life's journey? Amen. When I think about it, listen, oh, it, it could have been you in that car wreck if you had just been two minutes earlier. It could have been you in that surgery room if your body had not warned you ahead of time that there was a problem in your body. It could have been you in that morgue if you had just walked into that store, amen, at the wrong time. It could have been you in that fire that broke out in Philadelphia and people lost their lives. But church, I want to tell you this morning, but God had mercy on you. Amen. You see, the mercies of God are demonstrated to Lot and his family. Now, you need to know something, that Lot was not a perfect man. Amen. Matter of fact, in this text, he showed another side of himself under pressure. Because if you look at the text, if you go back to verse 9 of the text and begin to read there, when these men of the city who were living and doing whatever they wanted to do, they came to Lot's door and asking him to send out these visitors who were angels. 
to his house so that they could have their way sexually with them. And what's surprising is that Lot does what is unthinkable. He volunteers to give his daughters to the men for them to have their way with them. Lot wasn't perfect, but he had God's grace anyhow. Amen? And so these angels then give Lot some specific instructions. First of all, they tell him to run for your life. Secondly, they tell him that don't look back. And thirdly, they say, don't stay in this area because you will be consumed. Amen? And so the word says that the angels then escort them to the edge of the city. And Lot chooses to relocate to the city of Zor. Amen? Now, Zor is already on God's list to be destroyed. But Lot pleads for the city to be spared so that he can live there and start on over, and God agrees. My brothers and my sisters, that's the kind of prayer life I think we need to have. I want to have the kind of prayer life that God will spare what should have happened to me and will turn things around on my behalf. Anybody need that kind of prayer life that's so powerful? That God will spare you and turn things around in your life, amen? The kind of prayer life that you can say, God, I know I need surgery, but God, heal my body. God, I know that I should get out of this situation, but God, change my heart. God, I know that my blood pressure is going to kill me, but God, let that pressure go down. God, I know that the doctor says that I'm not I'm gonna be done and gone by Easter, but Lord, let me hold on just a little while longer. God, I know that my kids are bad and they're on their way to juvenile hall, but God let them be on their way to college. Amen. Is there anybody here that knows that God can? That God can turn your life around, that God can change the script of your life, that God can speak the illnesses and turn them around. That God can make cancer quit. That God can make diabetes die. That God can make Alzheimer's forget to attack you. That God can make husbands hush. Children calm down. Wives mellow out. Mean supervisors on your job give you a promotion. Amen. Touch somebody this morning and tell them God can have mercy on your situation. Hallelujah. The word says that they make a night-long trip in the Zohar, the city whose name means insignificant. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, what may seem insignificant to you might mean the entire world to somebody else. The church may seem insignificant to the world. It may seem insignificant to the priest's world. It may seem insignificant to the shouting. The church may seem insignificant to those who are lifting up holy hands. Your house that you have, your job that you have, your car that you have, your assets that you have may seem insignificant. But to a child of God, all I can say is thank you, Lord, for whatever it is that you have done in my life. Hallelujah this morning. Is anybody here just to thank God and give him praise for what you do have? Amen. Let me tell you something. I learned a long time ago that just having a piece of roof over your head is better than having no roof at all. Amen. I learned a long time ago that just having a hoopty car is better than having no car. Can I get a witness in here this morning? I learned a long time ago that working at McDonald's, Taco Bell, Burger King, KFC is better than having no job. Y'all hear me in here today. So the word says that God begins the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah in the cities all around. As a matter of fact, it was four cities in all. And the order is still valid a lot in this family to run for your life, to don't look behind you, and don't stay in the area. Amen. And so the Bible says that Lot followed the order. His eldest daughter followed the order. His baby daughter followed the order. But the word says that Lot's wife, as she was standing behind her husband, looked back. And I used to think that it meant that she 
turned her neck all around and, and looked back to see what was going on. But when I read the text more carefully in Hebrew, I discovered that it was more than a physical look. You see, in Hebrew, it means to look or to show regards to, to pay attention to, to don't look back. Amen? My brothers and my sisters, when God has delivered you from a situation, that's not the time to show regard, amen, of it or wish you were still back there, amen. We got to let it go and to move forward in Jesus Christ, amen. What I'm trying to tell you this morning is that if God has delivered you, don't spend your time thinking about how bad you were, amen. If God has delivered you, don't spend your time thinking about how many times that you messed up, amen. If God has delivered you, don't spend time thinking about how many people you disrupted in your life. Church, I'm trying to tell you today not to look back. Amen. Tell somebody, tell them, don't look back. Don't look back. Instead of dwelling on the things that you were delivered from, it's time to dwell on the mercies of the deliverer God himself. Amen, somebody. Listen, I'm going to focus on the one who brought me through which is God himself, amen? Is there anybody here that don't mind looking back at the mercies of God, amen? That he brought you from a mighty long way? Listen to me, he brought me through when I didn't have a dime. He brought me through when I was sick, amen? He brought me through when I had pain all in my body. And so I don't know about you this morning, but life is too short to dwell on what I used to be or on what I could have been. But I just got enough time, I believe, left in my body just to tell the Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for what you've done in my life. Thank you for being so good to me. Thank you for allowing your son to die in my place. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Come on, somebody give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Don't Look back. Keep moving forward and what the Lord has placed in your life. Amen. We've been blessed, church, and we've been blessed by the best. The backbench voice that sing a song, we've been blessed by the best. Amen. Anybody know that you've been blessed by the best? Amen. When the Lord woke you up this morning and started you on your way, when, matter of fact, when you realized you actually were still here this morning, did you give God any praise? If you didn't do it already, then somebody needs to do it right now. And just give God praise for being God all by himself. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't you stand with me this morning? What a mighty God that we serve. Jesus paid it all on the cross. You know what his desire is for us? First and foremost, that we acknowledge that we are sinners, that we are in need of repentance in our life. And to ask the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, to come into my life and to make my life brand new. Pastor Paul, if you give me, I shall wear a crown. I'm thinking about the goodness of God and all that he has done about what he's done for you in your life. Time is winding down. Satan is busy. He's hot on your heels. But you know, we don't have to worry about him the way the world worries. All we have to do is say, Lord, I need you. I need your protection. I need your grace. I need your mercy. I need your compassion. I need your understanding. Lord, I need you in my life. I want to tell you one of the best things that ever happened in my life was to give my heart and life over to Jesus. I've shared with you many times that, you know, I was forced to go to church growing up. Amen. You didn't have any say, so if you were in the house, you better get up. There were consequences, amen, that I suffered by not getting up and 
putting up a little resistance to going to church in the morning. But here I stand today because of that foundation that was set and what the Lord has done in my life. I want to tell you today, you cannot go wrong choosing Jesus Christ. And if you haven't made a choice today, right now, and if you're unsure today where you would spend eternity, don't leave here today being unsure. Leave here today knowing that if you genuinely, sincerely give your heart and your life over to the Lord, you repent of your sins, you ask God for forgiveness, receive his son, Jesus Christ, as your Savior. Right now, he will come into your heart and he can make your life brand new. Amen. So when I think about God's goodness and all that the Lord has done, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank you, God, for blessing me. Amen. If there's one here today, the deacons, as they come down the aisle, we want you to come. Those who are listening by live stream, if the Lord is speaking just to you and you never received nor accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please do so today. Reach out to us by any means necessary, by phone, by email, by text. Amen. Whatever it is that you're using. Reach out to us today. We will be happy to be able to share time with you and to disciple you. To let you know that the decision you are making to give your heart and life over to the Lord Jesus Christ is the right decision. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise this morning. What a mighty God, church, that we serve. Come on, let's praise him. church said, Amen. May God bless you. Have a smile upon you. Amen.